Good afternoon, Mathieu, and uh, apologies for the delayed start. If I'm a little out of breath, I just ran in from the uh, parking lot. Um, I had the opportunity to get on uh, WebEx with the uh, Lieutenant Governor and the Governor at 4 o'clock, and it lasted till about 5.20, and I just jumped in the car and drove over to MCS. Uh, so apologies for the late start. No, no, no foul on MCS. That's entirely on the mayor. So it's glad to be back. This is the last... Uh, Mayor's Minutes of 2022. Um, so I put together some special stuff, and hopefully you're in the spirit of the season, because I am. Um, but let's uh, <clears throat> let's get into the um, COVID reports to start, and let's get the business of the business out of the way. Uh, so 259 new cases. Uh, before we go to the... So there's... The good news there is, even though 259 is still a lot, way too many... Um, it was 287 or 278 last week, if I remember correctly. So um, the number of new cases is slightly lower, even though it's much larger than we want. I want to say before I go any further, kudos to the team, uh, to the police department, to um, uh, our Department of Public Health nurse, Nancy Zabo, to the inspectors, to Jill Stackland, to Ryan Hamilton, to Tina Truma-Conway, to all the people that um, that helped to um, get the test kits out to our local residents. So we, we did a plan. We distributed some to the Senior Center. Uh, and by the way, there's a sound off in the paper today. I'm going to talk about that to start the show. Uh, that's completely off base. Uh, so I don't know why people get the information. And I really shouldn't respond to sound off because people don't put their names on it. But it says the seniors are second thought, just like they were with the vaccines. That, that is not true at all. So neither in the vaccine case or in the test case. So we got test kits to the senior center before we got them anywhere, before we started giving them out to the general public. We got uh, vaccines were given out. Um, if you remember the way they were given out, they were given out to the elderly population first. So I'm not sure who's making that sound off call, but you might want to think through that. That is not a correct statement. So we gave out... <clears throat> Um, large amounts to the senior center to give out to our elderly. We did uh, Man Inc. Uh, we did you know various church and social groups, all targeted at specific uh, demographic areas within the city. And then um, you know as the idea was to get them out as much as possible before the Christmas holiday. Uh, then the DPH came up with the idea of the, the event at Sanborn Hall. Um, and uh, the demand was overwhelming, but uh, we've, we've done a good job. So to the, to the city team, to Chief McNamara and his force that helped so much, Walter Fleming, uh, Captain Hager, outstanding job. Uh, the mayor is extremely proud of all of you and the job that you did getting test kits in the hands of the residents. And I got a couple emails today from residents that were so thankful and appreciative of the short wait and how quickly they got test kits. So kudos to all other people who made that happen. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, we, did, we didn't get enough. We didn't get 53,000 test kits. But the governor just said on the call I was on uh, that they're within a day of having a deal, a pricing deal, uh, with multiple firms. And when they do, uh, we're going to buy more and try to get them out as quickly as possible to you. And that's the good news, right? And he, the governor said on the call, and I quote, uh, that there's no inherent fear that they won't be able to keep up with the numbers that we need. 
and that's more cities than just Methuen. Clearly, that's 351 cities and towns across the Commonwealth. So that's very good news, right? Um, anyways, so we're up over 11,000 total confirmed residents with COVID to start. Uh, we did get a notice from the DPH, and I'm going to uh, tell you that it said, uh, of the people who've been vaccinated, who get the Omicron variant, if you're vaccinated and you get the Omicron, there's a 97% uh, chance that all you're going to have is like a cold, right? And so that's really good statistic. So if you need something, if you're one of those people that's saying, why would I get the vaccine? Um, it doesn't cure it. No, it doesn't cure it. Um, but you have a far greater chance of sustaining against the seriousness of the, any of the parts of the virus, um, or any of the variants, I should say, if you get the vaccinations and, and you get the, the booster, right? All right, so let's go to the good news. Not so good. So the good news is the positive cases are down, 287 to 259. Uh, of the new positive, 83 were fully vaccinated. Those are breakthroughs. Um, so you can see that means well over uh, 204 were brand-new cases, right? The trend went in a positive direction for the first time this week, right? Uh, so it had been going 56.9 to 72 to 77. Went back to 65.9 per 100, excuse, per 100,000, excuse me. And uh, the test kits that I just mentioned, the city's done, uh, the city team has done an exemplary job. So kudos there. They're not so good. Our vaccination rate still chasing. Um, and if you have yet to finish your Christmas shopping, you're up against it. Today is December 22nd. Um, you know, you don't have a lot of time left. Gift cards would be the optimal choice at this time, right? Although I don't know if gift card says you don't care. Sandy, I don't know what you think, uh, but gift cards are better than nothing. All right, so the breakdown by sex, uh, 5,735 females, 5,355. So almost 400 uh, person difference in the, the gender. And then by age, since the beginning, you can see that the... The under-19 still has it, uh, the lead there by a long shot. The closest after that is the 30 to 39s. At 1448, they've passed the 20 to 29s. Um, so that's significant in and of itself. Okay, in the 259 within the last week, of those, 89 are under the age of 19, 38, 30 to 39, 36 in the 20 to 29, and you can see the rest, right? No new deaths. Uh, we did have one a couple weeks ago, uh, most unfortunate. Uh, but, you know, uh, have a question already. Have all the test kits been given to residents? Could I still get one? I don't have symptoms at the moment, uh, but like to keep one nest. So that's a great question, Linda. So um, we're trying to get them into the hands of the people who need them the most. Um, they do have an expiration date on them. I think on these it's like March. So uh, don't think you can take them and hoard them and keep them forever, right? Uh, that's not what we're going to be buying lots more. So these are intently for use for the holiday time period, Christmas and New Year's. So, Linda, if you're going to use it, if you're, if you're worried about you or family members you're coming into contact with over the holidays, that's the main thrust here, right? And if that's the case, you can, I think we're at the police station again tomorrow, uh, as long as we still have kits left. Right now, we had um, we've given out a significant number of them. 
All right, so we don't have a lot left. I won't alarm you, but uh, we will be getting more, so there's no need to panic. All right, the three-city comparison. Um, you can see Lawrence and Haverhill. Haverhill has a higher number than Lawrence over the last two weeks, 970 to 953 positive cases, and Methuen at 722. Uh, we're now up over 11,000, uh, even though the state shows that 10,469. Lawrence is headed for 25,000, and Haverhill is almost at the 12,000 mark. So you can see um, over time um, that the impact of the upswing in the microenvironment has impacted all three cities. And then last but not least, one of the parts that really worries us is the positive rate. Uh, last week, you'll remember, Methuen had the highest positive rate. Uh, this week, we're in second place, but we have a higher positive rate than last week. So our positive rate is 10.72%, meaning almost one out of every 10 people who test are testing positive. Now, in our case, um, we're testing less people, right? Um, and that's one of the things that drives up the positivity rate. If you test 100 people and 10 of them are positive, 10%. Uh, so I, I think, you, you know, we still want to make sure that we're testing. And oh, by the way, before I forget, uh, if you take one of those home test kits and you test positive, you do want to follow up with a PCR, right? You don't want to just, you know, say, oh, okay, I've self-diagnosed. This is what I should. You do want a PCR to confirm the diagnosis, right? Because while the, the uh, at-home test kit is, is fairly accurate, it's not as accurate as the PCR. So you do want to follow up with a PCR, and that's how we do it for our employees, right? Okay. Um, now the state, the vaccine ex, uh, equity dashboard, and again, you can look these up. The state is up to 87.4% of the population. So about 13% of the population has not received a first dose. That's, that's probably one of the best numbers in the country. And 76%, that's five, age 5 and over, obviously. Um, and 76% of the population age 5 and over are fully vaccinated in the state of Massachusetts. Our numbers are 73.7% against that 87%. So in Methuen, we're almost at 74% uh, have received the first vac vaccination. And for fully vaccinated, we're at 66.4. So in the week between last week and this week, we jumped one full percentage point in those fully vaccinated. That might sound minuscule, but that's great progress, right? And we want to see that continue. And in line with that, remember that there are booster shots. I can remember I've lost track of dates and time. Today is, what, the 22nd? Uh, I think there's a booster clinic tomorrow at City Hall, uh, excuse me, at Sanborn Hall. Um, i got to check that. It was, it was either today or it's tomorrow. But the calendar is out there on the website. Uh, and we definitely have them on the 28th, 29th, and 30th. Those are going to be done at the loop, right? So if you get through the holiday break and or, or you get through the Christmas break and you want to um, get your booster shot, those are booster clinics I'm talking about now. Um, we will be back at the Loop, at the Avenue, the old Avenue store at the Loop, doing booster shots on the 28th, 29th, and 30th of December. And the um, times are posted on the vaccine calendar on the city website. And if you go on the 28th, you'll probably see the mayor because I'll be there. So um, that's uh, the vaccine 
information, that's the COVID information. But the, you know, to me, the best news of the week was the, the information we got from a state DPH that said, if you're vaccinated and you've got the, the booster shot, um, there's a 97% chance that you're going to have uh, a minimal reaction, even if you get it. And, and that's really good news. Right, and so we, we, we want to make sure we, we get that taken. So, uh, and Bev Maxwell said, uh, thank you to all that made it go smoothly. Yeah, the, 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 she went to the Sanborn and went smoothly. Yeah, it, it really did. It worked really well. Um, I was there for a little bit yesterday uh, giving out uh, test kits, and I was um, blown away by how thankful the people were. So kudos to you, Mathuan. Uh, kudos, like I said, to the people that worked it. All right. So uh, I wanted to do something a little bit different. Um, so we put our heads together. And uh, this is a special time of year. It's the season of goodwill. Um, and I think of it as the season of good humor. So if you could go to the first chart, uh, I put together kind of a naughty and nice list for the year. And so I, I want to start with uh, saying this is Mayor Perry's naughty and nice list. Nobody else's. Sandy didn't participate in this. Um, and I, I, I'm going to emphasize so MCS, we're going to need to keep bringing this chart back in case people try to tape parts of this and use it against the mayor. This is satire. For those of you that don't get that, that means it's a joke, right? So uh, hopefully you're in the spirit of the season and you can understand uh, the willingness to do this. And so here we go. Here's the naughty and nice list that I put together. So nice. Let's start with the nice list. we got Guinness time. Nice is Ryan Hamilton because he does a nice job of emptying pints of Guinness at the Irish Cottage. You can tell somebody's edited the charts, because I put naughty for Ryan, uh, and I want Nancy Reardon, who's probably watching someplace, to hear this, because uh, for eight weeks in a row, he put the same wrong chart in my... And if you watch this show devotedly, you know that's true, right? So I said naughty, because he puts the same charts in eight weeks, so they're already messing with me. So uh, nice, because he, he, he does a nice job of emptying the pints at... It's naughty because after uh, two years, MC MCS has yet to be able to find a good side for me on the camp. I don't know that there is one, right, Sandy? I don't know. There are no good sides. You know, some people, uh, fans, like to say I got a square head. There may be some truth to that. Um, but there you go. There's an unflattering side right there, right? I'm looking at the wrong camera. I'm looking, I should be looking over here. So... Um, after two years, MCS still unable to find the good side of the mayor. And so there we go. All right, moving on and upward. Nice. Nice is uh, public health nurse Nancy Zabo for giving us new opportunities to get shots. And by that, I mean the COVID shots. And she's done a fantastic job with these booster clinics um, and really done a good job. I'm not sure where the picture of the Santa shot came from, but uh, that's an interesting little photo. Uh, naughty. Uh, naughty is people who criticize me for talking too much about politics or public access TV and do that uh, uh, while they're talking about public access TV, I might notice, and then me for probably talking too much about politics on public, public access TV. So um, I guess we don't talk politics. Uh, that's just the way it is. Nice is Jill Stacklin, uh, sometimes. So I gotta, I gotta make sure I don't let her head get too big. But organizing the Santa Parade, 
and so many other great events in Methuen. She's always there when we need her. Even though she stole the heated cart that they sent for me to use at the tree lighting, um, we still gave her a nice. She made the mayor, who had just been released from the hospital, drive around in an open, frozen golf cart while she took the heated one they sent for me. Um, so you can sell rank has no privilege at City Hall, right? Jill, she's running things even when she's not running things. So, But we gave her a nice anyways. Uh, naughty. Naughty for the, any city councilor who, who, who's, who says, I'm not reappointing anyone on the board who's been on board for more than 10 years. And for interrupting me when I talk more than 10 seconds. And I want to stop here for a second and say, this is the one time in the show I want to get semi-serious. So there's a quote made at every, uh, every council meeting where councilors say, the charter says you can't reappoint somebody for more than 10 years. The charter does not say that. And please, don't believe me. Go check it. Right? Section 3-80 of the charter, establishing a 10-year limit on terms of office. No person shall be appointed to or serve in the office of board of commission for a period in excess of 10 years, excepting upon a vote of two-thirds of the city council Methuen. Provided, uh, however, that a person should, that, that, that goes on less than 10 years. So um, it doesn't say you can't appoint them more than 10 years. It says if they're going beyond 10 years, that you need a vote of the two-thirds of the supermajority. Right? So it's frequently quoted the charter says you can't have them. And you know the worry I have is um, we vote people down who have done really good things for the city. Right? Not because of politics. There's a rumor spread that they only get on there because of politics, and that's simply not true. Right? And if you think that's the case, uh, go talk to the commissions that are being talked about that are political. You got questions about the Disability Commission? Go talk to the Disability Commission members. Ask them what's going on. Their names are listed. They'll, they'll tell you, you know, their issues. But... Um, uh, I, you know, I don't want to go negative this time of year. I, I want to give a shout-out. So Al Daggett did not get reappointed the other night to Council on Age. Al, the mayor appreciates everything you've done for our city. Uh, I reached out to Linda Sheehan yesterday. I'm going to call you personally myself. We're going to take you out to lunch to, and, and give you a little something that recognizes how much you've done for the city of Methuen over the time that you've participated, because we really do appreciate it. And by the way, you should know that I don't have a somebody in the talent bank who's waiting to be appointed to the Council on Aging, right? So uh, Al becomes a holdover um, by virtue of that vote the other night, and he serves until he's replaced. So if you're out there and you're interested in serving on the Council on Aging and you satisfy the criterion to be a member of uh, the Council on Aging, by all means, fill out a talent bank app on our uh, website, get it in, uh, contact Ryan Hamilton in my office, and, and we'll, we'll talk about putting you on. But, Al, thanks for more than 10 years of quality service. We really appreciate everything you did for our, for our elders, our seniors. Um, the letter that uh, Linda Sheehan and the Maureen Sherrick submitted on your behalf uh, was terrific, right? Talked at length about everything you've done. All right, let's keep going. Let's do a little nice one. Nice is uh, Councilor Genesis Finicaro because she talks for so long that we all forget what we're talking about, we're arguing about, right? Uh, and my hearing is going. I don't know if you watch the council meetings. 
I don't know if it's her mic or the mask. I cannot hear everything that's happening. So if you think it's a political point, I just can't hear it. I don't know if it's the acoustics in the Great Hall, if we need to amplify. I just can't hear it. But the good news is we forget what we're arguing about, and peace reigns supreme. So that's the good news. All right, look at that picture there. We've seen that before. What were we even talking about? All right, excellent. Uh, nice. I gave a nice to the council chairman because he tells Council Finnegaro to stop talking. But he gets a naughty, too, because then he starts talking to himself, right? So, uh, so a little shake of my head there, right? So, all right. Hopefully they're accepting the spirit which it's given. Nice is uh, Councilor D.J. Beauregard. Uh, like him, though, I couldn't make up my mind if I was naughty or nice. He's nice, he's naughty, he's nice, he's naughty. He's for an issue, he's against an issue. DJ walks more tight ropes than the flying Wallendas, right? And now, that's an age-appropriate... Now, Sandy's laughing here in the studio, but I don't know if everybody even remembers who the flying Wallendas are. They're trapeze artists, right? So high-wire walkers. So uh, DJ walking the tightrope and doing a good job. All right, uh, nice, another nice for Councilor Ziegler. Because of her singing and musical talents, she's able to tune out both me and the other councilors simultaneously, right? Um, and, and she usually does that in the middle of the council meetings, so uh, kudos on her. She's, she gets a nice. Another nice for Council for Retro, because thanks to him, sweatpants and a hoodie are now known as business casual, right? Uh, so the mayor is going to start showing up for work with us. Sweatpants and a hoodie. I think that's great. Um, and I think he's done a fine job in his first two years on the council. Let me say that. I give a naughty. i got to give a naughty to Council Mike Samard. It could be nice if he cared about something other than the police department, but uh, there it is. You know, there's a little zing for them. Uh, but he does care about the police department. And our police department, I had the opportunity today to go to the uh, Braintree Police Department with uh, Chief McNamara, and we looked at... Um, an evidence collection process, and it was amazing, amazing. Um, so I can tell you the new chief is active and uh, moving the department forward, and that's really good to see. Um, and some of these ideas we're going to have to talk about because some of them will require some investment, right? And it's up to us collectively as a community. What do we want to do? Do we want to invest in this or not? Uh, some of these, like the evidence thing I just described, are part of accreditation. So if we're serious about this accreditation, then there's steps we've got to take. All right, I got another nice, nice for Council Nick DeZago. People say, why are you giving Well, there are a lot of elected officials named DeZago, but he's the best DeZaglio politician, named Nick, that is, right? So a uh, so little pun there, right? And a picture of my favorite state senator on the slide, right? So... Soon to be state auditor, we hope. All right, we're going to give her a lot of support. Another nice. There's way too many nices in here, Sandy. I went soft. I soft pedaled it. I soft pedaled this. A nice for Councilor Allison Safi. Is she nice? Is she naughty? I don't know. As she always says at the council meeting, I got nothing. Right? I got nothing, Jerry. Right? So <laughs> uh, she's done good. She's done the trash talk committee. Ah, finally, we get to a naughty. Councilor Jimmy McCarty. He's eaten so many edibles that he now thinks he's eligible to run for higher office, right? So a uh, little wordplay there, right? Higher office, if you follow my drift. Uh, yeah. 
And finally, uh, before I close the program, uh, a naughty for me, right? Because I dared to give hazard pay to our dedicated city employees. Um, and guess what? It's a double naughty because after all the criticism I've been hit with the past week, I'm going to give the hazard pay to myself too, right? Now, that's a joke, so take it the spirit's intended. Uh, and I still stand by, you know, um, everything I did, everything I've done in the two years I've been here. It's hard to believe that today, December 22nd, it marks really kind of the end of the first term. And the inauguration will be January 3rd at City Hall. We're going to do it virtually. Um, MCS is going to cover it. We want to have as small an audience as possible uh, based on current COVID numbers. Uh, that could change. Um, but everything I've done over the two years, um, and I'm not sitting here saying I haven't made mistakes. Right? I'm a human being. But uh, I, I want to take the opportunity to say, you know, there's a core group of people who, who've made it their job over the two years, and they're going to continue over the next two years to continue to criticize me. Right? And that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I would tell you, most of the citizens who have come up to me, who are the ones who keep me in this job, who give me the, the strength and the desire to serve you every day, um, it's your feedback that matters. Right? That constant theme of ne negativity. And you know what I'm talking about. Right? So people are going to say, it's not negative when you could. It, look back on those five or six people and find the positive thing they posted in two years. You find the one positive thing they posted. And tell me where I'm wrong. Um, so, you know, it's been a... Uh, I'm going to tell you what I told the governor and the lieutenant governor. Um, working at Raytheon was uh, something that I greatly enjoyed. Um, I met a lot of terrific people. I really felt like I was part of a team, and I felt like I was rewarded for it. Uh, that pales. Financially, there's not a lot of compensation for this job, and that's much discussed topic. But I would tell you that as difficult as the last two years have been for me, personally and professionally, this is the greatest job I've ever had. I go to work every day because I love my job, I love the city, and I love the people in the city. Right? And even the haters, I'm your mayor. Right? I'm your mayor for two years, two more years at least. Right? So, and I know I say right a lot. I should have given myself a naughty for saying right a lot. Um, but it's the, it's the hardest, best job I've ever had. And I say that candidly to you. But I, you know, I, I couldn't have predicted the way these first two years would have gone. Uh, nobody knew that the pandemic was going to happen, yet it did. And you, the people of Methuen, have kind of come together. We've moved forward. And what's most important is that you don't let all the talk about the mistakes we make and we do make them. We clearly make them. Uh, everybody makes mistakes. Um, you know, I saw uh, one of the haters posted uh, the Valley Patriot podcast from last week where it was the whole show was critical of me. 
and my rant on MCTV last week. And there were so many factual inaccuracies stated, not as opinion in that show, uh, factual inaccuracies. Um, the library never closed. The clerks didn't get the hazard pay. I could go on and on. There's about 10 of them that he made. But what's the point? Right? You, the citizens, can find out the truth from going to the sources. If you question why the mayor made certain moves on the Disability Commission, go look at the components of the Disability There's no, f the, the mayor didn't select friends of his. The four people that I've put on the Disability Commission are um, people that I didn't know before I put them on. The only person I personally knew is the current chair who, whose term will be expiring because she went to grammar school two years ahead of me. I can't change that, right, because I know her, right? But they're not serving at the direction of the mayor. They're out there advocating for the disabled community. Don't take my word for it. Right? You could say, he's a politician, he can lie. That's fine. Don't believe what you read because there's a narrative that takes everything and, right? Go talk to the sources. Go talk to the eight or nine people on the Disability Commission. Ask them what they think, what happened. They'll tell you. They told me, so they'll tell you. So I, I just, you know, I close the year with the thought that I, I want this to be a happy, healthy 2022. We don't know where this, you know, this damn virus, I, there I swore, is going. We can't predict it, but at the same time, uh, we as a community have proven that we can band together and kind of move forward by you. Somebody calling in the middle of the show again. Uh, we've proven as a community that we can deal with the challenges. Hopefully, the, the COVID thing is going to slope down after the holiday period. Um, and we will continue to rebound. Lots of good things are happening. The state of the city address is going to come up in middle of January. We've got the uh, inauguration, which includes not only the mayor and the city council, school committee, Nevins uh, Library trustees, Greater Vogue, et cetera, et cetera. Right? That's all going to happen January 3rd. We're going to do it in the Great Hall. We're going to try to televise it with MCS to minimize the need for interaction, um, and hopefully everything will go smoothly as planned. All right? But we want to leave you with the thought that we've turned a corner the last two years. Things are moving in a positive direction. I hope you enjoyed some of the jokes. We poked fun at a lot of people, including ourselves. Um, but, you know, our wish for Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is you celebrate, is for happiness and healthiness for you and your family. Spend some time with some loved ones to recharge, to come back into 2022 fully rested. Make sure you follow that vaccine calendar. Uh, let's leave them with the picture that I, we took from last year. So I thought I'd use this. No city hall isn't lit up this year like it was last year. But boy, it looked really great last year while it lasted. So happy holidays to you 
to all of your loved ones, to all the people of Methuen who make Methuen what I believe to be the greatest city in the Commonwealth, and that's what I told the, the governor. Um, and we'll be back here, Mayor's Minutes, um, the first Wednesday in January. I don't have a calendar in front of me. The 5th. January 5th. Thank you, Sandy. So January 5th, we're back here uh, with our regular show. Do yourself a favor. If you've got last-minute shopping to do, shop local, please. Right? Bada-bing, Borelli's, Thwaites, Irish Cottage, uh, all the places, Mans, uh, all the places that do so much to keep our community uh, vibrant, that are invested in our community, that were, were hurt by the pandemic. Let's get out and show them how much they mean to our community. Everybody go out and get a gift card and put it as a stocking stuffer. And uh, God bless all of you. Uh, we'll see you next year here on Mayor's Minutes and talk to you then. Thank you.